Hello, and welcome to I Am Broken. This is your host, Robin, and I want to say thank you for joining me. Um, It's been a long week. If you guys did not have a chance to catch my live on Instagram last week, you need to go check it out. Because when I tell you my guest, Kenya, she brought it. But before I get into that, gracious and heavenly father, I want to come before you just to say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, Father God, that it is a fresh and new daily, Father God. Lord, I thank you for just your presence and your gift and your glory today, Father God. Lord, I thank you that those that will tune in tonight will hear, Father God, and not only let them be hearers, but doers of the word that they hear tonight, Father God. Lord, I just thank you for getting me through the day. Sometimes we just have to say thank you. And so, Lord, I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you for his blood. I thank you for your spirit. And I thank you for the angels. Now, if there's anything in me that's not like you, whether it's been in my word, my action, my deed and or my thoughts, I come before your throne of grace. Believing in faith where I'm faithless, you are still yet faithful to purify and cleanse me of all my righteousness. And for that, I just want to give you glory. Lord, if there's anyone that I've offended, Father God, I pray that they too will forgive me. And I forgive myself today, Father God. So Lord, I thank you. Let your glory just fill this podcast episode tonight. I'm a vessel willing and waiting and wanting to be used by you. So speak through me, Father God, for your people. It's in the name of your son, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, tonight I will be talking about becoming. It is my desire to share with you some insight, perspective, and information through my eyes and my and my experiences by being relatable, transparent, and vulnerable. And it's my hope that through my sharing, it will help expand your knowledge and understanding to help you or someone you know get through. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be motivated and inspired. You know, it's still Women's Month. Y'all, we only like halfway through it. And I promise y'all, I feel like it's like it's been long, you know, so I'm still honoring women. Um, And I have guests planned for different days. So the podcast will just be on different days. Sometimes I might be live. Sometimes I might be on here. It just really depends on the guests that I have. Um, You know, I'm trying to make it where they're comfortable. So some people are not comfortable being on Instagram. So they would rather be on here where you can hear us, but you just can't see us. Um, So I'm trying to do a little bit of both. But again, if you did not get a chance to catch the podcast from last week, um, Boundless with Kenya, y'all go to my Instagram page, broken underscore zero one 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 two one. Um, on Instagram and check it out. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. Um, So, you know, tonight I want to talk about becoming. Be. A lot of times God just wants us to just be, you know, and some of us struggle with that. Some of us struggle with just being, right? We have to constantly be doing something. We have to be busy. We have to, you know, and sometimes, you know, when you've, when you have an opportunity to just be, 
take advantage of it. God has ordained it for a reason, for purpose. So, of course, you know, I Google because I Google everything. You know, I take what I need, what I don't need. I put it away. Um, If I can't use it, I don't use it at all. But of course, I'll Google becoming the process of coming to be something or of passing into a state. It could be a compliment. Um, Some words for compliment or becoming suitable, fitting, appropriate, making you look attractive, suitable or correct for person or situation. Now, let's just stop right there. You know, when we think about the word becoming, a lot of times we don't really, I think sometimes we don't really take it in this full context, right? Of what's taking place, you know, because whatever it is that you're desiring to see in your life, you know, that is the direction that you want to pursue. That's that's what you want to go in, right? And so when you think about something being suitable, something fitting you, you know, a lot of times um, when we use those terms, and that really wasn't quite what I was looking for. But again, when you Google, you, you, you have to just make do <laughs> with what you come up with. But I never thought about the word become. Become means begin to be, to come into existence, belong agree. Now, I had to write that down because when I saw that, you know, coming into existence, it's just almost like, you know, the thing that God has spoken over our lives was ordained and predestined before we ever were born, before we ever came to enter into this world. He had already purposed and had a plan for our life. So, Come into agreement with God's word for your life. And a lot of times we don't do that. We don't accept. We have a hard time accepting who he says we are because we can't see it. And so that's all a part of your process of becoming. Even if you cannot see it, it doesn't mean that he has not purposed it for you. And so you should be in pursuit of what he has purposed for you so that you can become the best version of you. And so I've been trying to do a lot better, even within myself. You know, um, I went on vacation last year. It was amazing. God gave me an opportunity just really to sit and just be, reflect, relax, um, not really, and to take everything in, right? And so when you think about, becoming, sometimes it does require you to just relax, to just be. Focus in on one thing at a time and work on that. And so for me, it was just about, I was very overwhelmed before I went on vacation. Um, and I just felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders before I left. But when I came back, y'all, let me just tell you about how relaxed I was. I had a time, uh, opportunity to have a time to reflect on some things, on the things that God was allowing me to see in that moment. 
And it was some amazing things that I saw, you know, and sometimes it's just a matter of, like I said, coming into agreement. And a lot of times we don't like to come into agreement with what he said because we can't see it. But we already know his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. He can see around the corner and down the street. We can see up to the corner, you know, so suitable, fitting, appropriate, making you look attractive. So when you come into alignment and agreement, the thing that I thought about was it looks good on you. You can wear it well. So when his glory and everything else is around you, when his when your will aligns with his will, you get you look good. It makes you look good. It's appropriate. It's attractive. It's suitable. It's fitting. And so a lot of times we always use different cliches such as um, you attract what you uh, I don't really know the right way to put this in context. So I'm not going to say it out of context, but you know, a lot of times we attract certain type of things and people based off of how we view or carry ourselves. That's what I want to say. So if you want something different, you have to do something different. I know. We say that all the time, right? But it's the truth. You know, if you want something better for yourself, you have to position yourself in that thing to be better, to be doing better, to be getting as much as you can, you know, gleaning as much as you can so that you can become who he has purpose for you. Um, the scripture that I'm going to go from today is 1 Corinthians 13, 11. It's the King James Version. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Let me just stop there. Again, you know, we have a lot. A lot of us like to use that term. I'm grown, you know. I don't need to, you know, tell you this or tell you that, you know, you don't need to be asking me questions. And, but again, that's childish. That's very immature. And so God has to grow us in some areas in order for us to become who he had desired for us the plans that he had for us. And you know, the thing that I love most about God, and I've said this many a times, is that he gives us the ability to choose, you know, and I would rather be on this side than not, truthfully speaking. And if any of y'all were smart, y'all would be on this side too. That's just my thought, my opinion, you know, and that's exactly what it is, just my opinion. Um, but again, you know, being immature, just where you thought you were mature at, sometimes we're not. Sometimes that's why we say some of the things that we say. That's why we do some of the things that we do because we're not mature in those areas. And so in order for us to come into fruition of truly 
and walk in our purpose, along the way, he's got to mature us in some areas in order for us to be able to handle the things that he's taking us or he's going to place in our hands or to give to us. You know, I was telling my nephew this about a week ago, actually, and I was just sharing with him, you know, if you can't be faithful right here, how do you expect God to give you more? And that's with any of us. If you can't be faithful and get what you need here, how do you expect to become and walk in the purposes that he have planned for your life? Let me just move on. Um, progress is different from greatness. When I saw that, y'all, that just kind of blew my mind back because we never really think about what it takes, you know, to achieve greatness. And a lot of times we attribute greatness with being successful. Yeah, I guess it depends on how you look at it. And that's just my thought process about it. You know, progress. When you are trying to become the very best version of you, it's going to take some progress. Nobody just becomes who they desire to be overnight. And so it's baby steps, you know, your attitude, humble and a servant. That was an area where y'all, yeah, mine was terrible. The absolute worst when it came down to everything. My attitude was horrible. And it is nothing like when God has to humble you. Humility is an attribute and a characteristic that we all should strive to have and walk in and walk with daily. Because a lot of times we take things for granted. We think that it is just so because. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And do you have a heart to serve others? You know, because a lot of times it's not even about you. Matter of fact, all the time it's not about you. <laughs> not some of the time. All the time it's not about you. It's usually for someone else. I mean, I know we would like to think it's about us all the time. Sometimes we make it about us all the time. But mm-mm, it really isn't. And sometimes... You know, what I've learned reading God's word is, is in order for you to be great in God's kingdom, you have to go low. The direct opposite of what the world tells you. The world tells you you have to do this, 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 and this to achieve a certain standard that makes you at this standard. Mm-mm. But according to God's word, mm-mm, you got to go low. You have to be humble. You have to have the heart of a servant, perseverance. That is one area that I've never struggled in. I've never struggled in perseverance. Yeah, you know, you get knocked off your balance, but you have to get back up and you have to keep going. You have to keep striving. You have to get keep being so that you can become who he said that 
you are to be. And you don't want to miss that. I know I don't. I really and truly don't, you know, um, because I think we think we got all this time and to figure it out. Y'all, the days are getting shorter. We ain't got a lot of time. And it's evident in the things that's going on around us that lets you know we ain't got a lot of time. So you, listen, the areas in which you need to mature in, let God mature you in those areas so that you can begin to fulfill and walk in your purpose. Because that is a part of what he has designed for us. Your character. Think about God's character. Think about the attributes that make him God, that makes him everything that we need, right? We are to put on those same characteristics. So your character speaks volumes for you. I always say that if I'm not a woman of my word, it speaks to my character. Because I believe that if you can keep your word, it speaks a lot about who you are as a person. And a lot of times things happen, you know, and you do your very best, but sometimes it just stuff happens, right? But don't beat yourself up because things happen. That's life. This what I thought was interesting. So struggling, failure, disappointment, that's all a part of your progress. We're going to struggle. We're going to fail. We're going to be disappointed. And if you keep living long enough, listen, you're going to encounter all three of them. Sometimes you might encounter that all three of them on the same day, you know, but that's a part of our progress to becoming who he has purposed for us to become. Um, stay persistent. Take action, a good support. Now, I say this all the time. I have two friends who keep me accountable. And when you are persistent in pursuing him for your purpose, trust me, y'all, there isn't anything that he will withhold from you. And take it, I know, for through my own experience, that he have shown me just what he will do, who he is, who he's always been, right? And so a good support system, you know, we talk about it takes a village to raise kids. Shoot, it takes a village to raise adult people. If you really think about it, we need a village around us. Because if not, then you're operating in your own will not his will and you never want to be caught out of his will <laughs> doing your own thing trust me been there done that bargained you know a lot of people say you prostitute god well lord if you do this then i'm gonna do that been there done that more times than i care to even announce there were so many times where i questioned my faith. I question my relationship with God. I question was any has any of this been worth it? My walk, you know, because we're to walk, work out our salvation with fear and tremor. So it's up to us. 
And I have had plenty of questions about my salvation, my relationship with the Lord. Is it really worth it? You know, especially when you have just had so many different things happen to you back to back to back. And that's usually how it happens. You know, the enemy, if he can distract you, he will. But sometimes it's God shaking up the pot a little bit. Why? Because if he don't shake it, we won't do anything. We won't move. We won't do nothing. We'll just sit right there. And that holds up the person that is waiting on us to do what we're supposed to do, our part. So that part about how you plant the seed, someone else comes along and water it, God gets the increase off of it. It's a true concept. Everything that we go through in this life is not just for us. It is for someone else. And if you're not where you're supposed to be at at the designated time, then that means that the people or the person that's waiting on you to get in line won't be, they will miss where they're supposed to be at for the next person that they're supposed. It's a trickle down effect. God is very intentional. He was very intentional about his plan for us in this life. And so we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional with changing our thoughts, our words, our actions, our relationships. Uh-oh. Now, let's just say how some people walking away from them, letting go of certain relationships with certain people, it's going to cost you something. And a lot of times we want to hang on and we want to linger so Sometimes God will just remove them because he knows we will not. That's, you know, you got your emotions all tied up and feelings and all that other stuff. And it's just a roadblock. It's an obstacle that keeps you stagnant, that keeps you in a certain spot. And you need to keep moving because if you don't, the person or persons will miss out on what your your part. So you're supposed to be opening paths for other people to be able to walk through. Now, these next words, y'all, stewardship. You cannot ask God to enlarge your territory. You cannot ask God to broaden your perspective and all that give you all this stuff when you're not mature enough to handle it in order to become you have to be a good steward over everything that God gives and places in your hand I don't care a lot of times we want to look at stewardship as finances it's not just finances that is stewardship it is every part of your life from the way that you work do your job from the way that, you know, you keep, you know, your house clean. It's all stewardship. You cannot expect him to enlarge your territories, increase your boundaries. If he can't trust you to be faithful and steward over the very thing that you have right in front of you right now. And I'm not saying that just for you. This is for me too. The word is always going to be for me first before I can give it out to anybody right? Accountability. 
That's another word that we don't like to use. We don't want to be accountable. We don't take accountability. Well, in order to become, you have to be responsible enough to be accountable for where you missed the mark or where you've made the mark, right? It's, we have to be accountable because again, you cannot evolve or become the person that God has purposed and planned for your life. If you're not willing to steward where he has you at today and be accountable where he has you at today, it's not going to always look the way we think it should look. It's not going to feel the way we think it should feel. But if we don't be faithful in that place, we ain't going to be faithful in something bigger. I know I'm stepping on some toes right now, but I'm going to move on from there. Procrastination. I'm, I'm bad with this one too. The space between what we are now and what we could be, what we should be doing, we push aside, we put on the back burner, too many distractions. Procrastination is another killer. It kills time and everything else. It's just something, you know, a lot of times because, again, we think we got all the time in the world. Y'all, we don't. We really don't. Time is something that you have to maximize every moment that God gives to you because you can't get it back. It's free, but it costs a lot because you can't get it back. And how many, you know, when I was, when I sit back and I reflect on where I am today and where I was 10 years ago, maybe even 20 years ago, for that matter. I just think about all the time that I wasted on people, all the time that I wasted doing things that I had no business doing, all the time that I wasted, y'all, that I can never get back. Never. Can never get it back. And so we have to do what we can today. So if God opened your eyes today, you need to maximize every bit of the minutes or time that he has given you for today. Maximize every opportunity in the day because you cannot get it back. Procrastination is a killer of so many different things. You know, if you're thinking about that person, don't send them a text message two days later or two weeks later. Reach out to them when you're thinking about them. Call them. It goes a long way because you don't know what someone else is going through. And so you can't constantly be pushing stuff back. You know, when you're on a deadline to do different things, get ahead of it early. So I like to plan for just in case because you never know what's going to happen at the last minute. But if you already ahead of it, then you don't really have to be worried about what happens at the last minute because you got enough time to fix, correct, whatever it is that you need to do. You have enough time to do that. But when you wait to the very last minute, y'all, when I was in school, college, I wrote my best papers at the last minute. I kid you not. I don't know what it was about that, but I would push that paper off till it was 
like a day away from needing to be done or hours away from it needing to be turned in. And I would pull a A paper out of the hat. It was very rare that I got anything less than a B plus on a paper that I wrote. And truthfully speaking, I always strive for them A's. So I had more A's on writing papers than I did B's. For real, for real. And procrastination. I push it to the last minute. But I just wrote so much better. It just seemed like when I had all that time to get prepared for it, it just, I wasted it doing other things. But when it came down to the crunch, oh yeah, that was me obstacles there are so many different things that could become obstacles it could be you know if you got kids you know you have to take care of your children sometimes you know your kids won't let you be great that's real talk right there you be trying to be great but sometimes they won't allow you to be great so um and then the enemy you know you have a off day and here come these thoughts in your thought, in your mind. Just something. An obstacle is nothing but a distraction. Trying to prevent you from getting from point A to point B. But you have to know and learn how to stay persistent in it. No matter what comes your way. No matter what is thrown at you. No matter what. You still have to keep pushing. You still have to keep moving compromise Uh uh-oh now if we all can be honest and i'm gonna start with myself i don't know how many times i have compromised myself and in relationships um whether it was boyfriend girlfriend type relation boyfriend relationships um family friend relationships compromised you cannot do that. It don't hinder them. It hinders you. I'm going to say that again. It don't hinder them. It hinders you. When we compromise, it hinders us. God did not call us to compromise. He set a standard. Jesus was the standard for us. He didn't compromise and he didn't back down. So if you're looking for like my case, I desire to be in a relationship. I want to be, you know, married again. Well, I cannot be out here all willy nilly, just dating and sleeping around, doing whatever. I mean, I I could date. I'm going to say that I can't date, but I can date. It's just that I don't need to be doing other things in that if I'm expecting God to do something for me in that side of, in that part of relationship. So again, compromise something. You have to set up some boundaries. You have to set up non-negotiables. Don't give in because of what somebody tells you or what somebody, 
you know, tries to do for you or coerce you into, don't be easily moved by things like that because it doesn't do anything but hinder and hold you up from where God wants you to be at in order to become who he is calling you to become. There's just certain standards, certain things that we cannot bend on and we can't give into counting the cost. How many of y'all count the cost of what will happen if you make the wrong decision? That's not God led. A lot of times we don't even seek the spirit for the direction that we are trying to go in. Do you know how much more easier our lives will be if we got up daily and sought God's wisdom on what direction he wanted us to take for the day? What he wanted us to do for the day? Who he wanted us to connect with? We don't do that. We never count up the cost of if we do something we know is not going to be beneficial for us. We don't count the cost up. We don't even count the cost up when it comes down to starting a business. Um, you know, a lot of times we think we heard from God on it. And then you get out there like for me. I'm in a lot of debt student loan wise. God didn't tell me to go get all these degrees. That was me. And I'm not even working in the field that I got degrees in. I mean, I got some experience in some of the some of the areas of where my degrees in. But God didn't tell me to go get in all that debt. That was something that I did thinking that it was going to be beneficial for me. Didn't count up the cost when I was doing, you know, going to school, you know, taking out those loans and just never counted the cost up. So a lot of times in order to become, you have to count up the cost. You have to sit and think about, well, if I make this decision or if I go in that direction or if I hang out with this person, where's it going to benefit me at? Is it going to be beneficial or is it going to be, you know, crucial for me? Wisdom. Wisdom is one of God's attributes. You cannot live in this life and not have some wisdom. When you got wisdom, wisdom will cause you to make the right decisions, do the right things, treat people the way you're supposed to treat them. You know, wisdom is the principle of all things and get an understanding about it because that is truly, it's a whole book, Proverbs. The book of Proverbs is about wisdom. We all need it. In order to navigate through this thing that we call life, in order to become who he wants us to become, we need wisdom. Excellence requires asking God as well as doing our own research. Excellence is one of his characteristics, one of his attributes also. You cannot not operate 
in excellence. He is excellence. And he is about order. So if you're going to become, and as you're evolving into who he is purposed for you to to evolve into, you're going to have to operate in excellence. There's no getting around that. You have to operate in the place of excellence. It's a standard. When you operate in excellence, there is no room for mishaps and your mindset about being excellent is as unto the Lord, you know? And so we have to operate that way. It's not about how you start, but it's about how you finish. I love that saying. Why? Because it is truly not about how you start. It is how you finish. And in order to become No matter how you start, no matter where you start, no matter when you start, it's how you finish. You don't want to get before him and not hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You may enter into the rest of your Lord. Nobody wants to get up before him and he says, you worker of iniquity, I knew you not. And cast you down in the hell. Nobody wants that. At least I don't. And that's just my thought. These Listen, this is just based off of my own experiences and how I have persevered and overcame through so many different things. It has been a lot, y'all, but it has been worth it. And every time I start to think or question, is it worth it? He reminds me that it is worth it. And I have to just keep going. And that's the same for y'all. You just have to keep going. Well, that's all I have for today's episode of I Am Broken. I want to say thank you for joining and for taking the time to listen. Before I close out, gracious and heavenly father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, Father God, to just bring your word, Father God. I pray, Father God, that as we become who you are calling us to become, Father God, that we will operate with your characteristics, Father God, with wisdom, with excellence, Father God. We won't compromise. We'll be good stewards over what you've placed in front of us, Father God, that we will also take accountability and responsibility, Father God. And I thank you today, Father God, that there will be testimonies, Father God, of what you have called others to do, Father God. And I pray, Father God, that I have set a trail and opened up a path for others to walk through. It's in the name of your son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. So if you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with family and friends. Um, Also, you can leave a comment or a review on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, of course, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Um, Also, you can find us on Amazon Music, 
Um, I have Instagram at broken underscore zero one 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 two one. Twitter at beautiful all capital letters eleven zero three seventy one. TikTok at beautiful all lowercase letters eleven zero three seventy one. Um, go to any one of those platforms. You know, follow me. Um, send me comments, messages, you know, tell me how you like the show or, you know, something that you would like to hear, you know, a topic that for me to discuss, um, or have someone on to talk about, um, if you haven't had a chance. So I will actually be, um, here on Sunday. I'm doing an episode with my, um, daughter-in-law my son's wife. Um, we're going to be talking about balance. And so I'm excited about getting her on the show. So we're going to be here um, live on Podbean. So if you have an opportunity to chime in, please do so. If you haven't had a chance to, please be sure to check out the second edition of my book, Broken to Be or Not to Be. That is the question. It's available now on Amazon. You can get either a Kindle version or hard copy version. Um, until next time, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'm your host, Robin. Take care and be blessed.